This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused, your most inconsistent podcast about football that you're probably listening to right now because I don't think we've been able to nail down a actual date for releases and recording since, I don't know, halfway Sheesh. through the semester so far. <laughs> yeah, we have not. We, 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 have we not had a good schedule going. We had a good schedule going until I got my job. Until, and then yeah. It's kind of, it's kind like, of all, right, all over We can do it in the, the afternoons or whatever because first there's the two-hour difference. And yeah. it's like, okay, we can work around that. I can go a little later. That's fine. And then you got a job. So we're like, all right, so we got to push it back even a little later sometimes. Yeah. And then spring ball started for football. So now I got to work around those practices. And mm, then yeah, so these last couple weeks, we've been leading up to my capstone for one of my uh, classes, our main project, which is this afternoon, actually, at 7. Mm. But So that's been stressful. So, yeah, we really have not had time to really do as much as we've wanted to. I mean, I know we had a bunch of ideas at the beginning of the semester, like, oh, these will be really fun episodes to do. And we really did not do any of them. Like, I don't, I don't think we've done many of them. The one idea I think we've done that I really had that I wanted to get done was um, where we drafted the teams to see who would be better with, through the random mm. generator. And I think that's about the only one that I've yeah. really been able to do because we've just been so inconsistent and stuff like that. It's been hard. It's been it's hard. A, but, I mean, we're still here, though. But you, we're, we're busy, though. We're busy kids. Yeah. <laughs> busy guys. Come on. Yeah. Wesley's about to graduate. Like, hey. I got a whole nother year. I don't say he's about to graduate. Good. I got a he's whole nother year right still. He's about to graduate early because, like, he's just so no, smart. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not about to graduate early. You can tell you Wesley, that much right now. yourself, man. Come on. Hey, but I've got it. So my last year, I can push out a lot more content. So it'll be nice. Which, nice, I mean, nice, it's a good time to kind of say, like, next next fall, you'll be seeing a lot more fantasy football content for myself, um, hopefully for this, but also through our wonderful campus newspaper, The Tack. I'll be doing some articles. Um, our wonderful start sits that I do on the podcast, well, I'm going to be going mm-hmm. a lot more in depth on that uh, for articles, along with some short little videos to go with it um, through throughout the fall, throughout the season. So we'll see a little more in-depth stuff with that, that I'll be able to do. So if you know, you love fantasy football and you love my obviously expertise that you get through the podcast, you'll get even more, uh, next fall as well. So that'll be really fun to do as well. Yeah. Clap it up. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah. Clap it up here. Let me, let me find the sound effect real quick. Let me, we'll we'll get it here. Where's it at? There we go. There we go. But yeah, I mean, great, that'll great, be a great. lot of fun to do with it with the podcast as well. So I'm excited for that. Ooh. But I mean, the main thing is, well, the NFL draft is coming yeah. up. I, we haven't done a single Ooh. episode about the NFL draft pretty much. I feel like we usually do a couple. And yeah. now with it being like, what, next week or something? Like it's it's coming up soon, right? Yeah, it's got to be. close. <laughs> it's got to be really it's, close. That's how be busy we've week. been. We can't even remember the – Honestly, we've been so busy we can't even remember when the draft is, just that we need to have a preview episode get done in order for us to preview it and put it out there before stuff goes out. So obviously, like we've done the past two years, we're gonna we've taken a mock draft and we're gonna kinda analyze it, um, see what we think, what kind of thing they could do better. Um, this one we're doing this year is from mm-hmm. CBS. Um CBS Sports is usually pretty good about this stuff. Um they've got the whole first round here. We're going to try to make it through the whole first round. 
Um, we'll see what happens. But I mean, if we don't get that through the whole thing, we don't get through the whole thing. I it won't hurt me. The 49ers don't have a first round pick, so it'll be okay. Unless, of course, they trade Debo Samuel for one. But please, dear Lord, don't do that. I mean, oh I think we need God, to keep Debo. Crazy. No, he's here for two years. I, I I don't care what he says. I I don't think he's getting traded. I he can he can want to mm-hmm. trade as much as he want wants, but I I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. So that's that's my opinion on it right now. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get into this draft already. Well, obviously the let's Jaguars have the first pick, as we all first know. Back to back pick first picks for them as well. First overall. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we know the Jaguars need a lot of help. Their wide receivers are looking a lot better this year, uh, I feel like, for sure. I mean, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, I believe they still have LaVisca Chenault as well. I mean, mm-hmm. and don't they have Marvin Jones Jr.? Yeah, they, I mean, they have some good depth of receiver. I feel like they their, do. O-line needs some, their O-line needs some help. And yeah, O-line their defense, and, and the defense, defense is the main definitely things. a top main needs they need edge rushers corners and safety everything not, yeah yeah they need the all defense and then but Kinda you all need defense. some o linemen cuz you just got your number 1 QB in Trevor Lawrence so yeah i feel like got to protect him the C, with cbs having them take Aiden Hutchinson i feel like it's a good pick it's a go ahead pick for them obviously yeah, like it's, it's like you have the first pick you have to take the best available and Aiden Hutchinson is the best available I mean, but you could argue maybe of, they take somebody else like Thibodeau or something, yeah, but other than that. There's a lot of good defensive players in this draft, though. So, like, there's more good defensive players than offensive players, I feel like. So, I would agree with that. I, I would agree it's more defense-heavy. I feel defense like heavy. going defense first, the first pick you have is a good pick for Jacksonville, and then maybe if they have another pick coming up, like, later in the rounds, they could go um, offensive tackle and then go safety. Because it's good to go, like, safety, like, yeah. round three or later. Because you can find some steals, I'm just saying. So good yeah, because, I mean, the O-line and D-line are usually where there's not much. There's a lot more disparity between rounds. Every yeah. other position, you, it's hit or miss, regardless of where you, you draft them at. Yeah, so most likely if he gets they go to O-lineman in round one or two, Aiden Hutchinson would be good right here. I feel like get them. Yeah. Start off with that edge. Get some people trying to. Okay, maybe we could do something here. Don't they got still got um? What is it? What's his name? If you're, if you're trying to think of anybody from the 2016 uh, AFC Championship team, no, they do not have. No, him. I'm talking about Jacksonville. Yeah. They have um Josh Allen, right? Still. Oh yeah, Josh Allen. They just yeah, drafted. I'm over here thinking two, about what his name three years is. ago. Like, three years Allen? ago. No, it's Josh it's Allen because he sacked and picked off and recovered yeah. a fumble from so, the quarterback Josh Allen last year. Aiden Hutchinson and Josh Allen, two edge rushers. I feel like that'll be a pretty good combo. I was just trying to think of his name, but yeah, I think that'll be a good combo. Then go in yeah. offensive tackle or offensive guard second second pick, which should be good. I agree. All right, we'll move on to our second pick uh, as the Detroit Lions. Obviously, they've been, they had a pretty pretty crappy year last year. I mean, we saw some glances and some nice things out of Jared Goff and uh, Amara St. Brown. I mean, so they've got some mm-hmm. things that can work there. Um, kind of their main thing is a lot of defense again, um, kind of like the Jaguars. And 
I mean, uh, the website I'm looking at has him as wide receiver, but I'm not sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I think their wide receiver is pretty good. I don't know if they want to draft a guy in the first round for wide receiver. I mean, they again, DJ Chark, Josh Reynolds, Ross St. Brown, all pretty good guys, and they, we saw a lot of them last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they got to focus more on their defense that – really is the main part. This one has their number one need as a safety, um, which mm-hmm. can make you think maybe, oh, they'd take Kyle Hamilton right away here at two. Yeah. Um, but CBS has them taking Trayvon Walker, the D line, interior D lineman, or you could even play him off the edge. It doesn't really matter. But either way, uh, I think that's a good one for them. I mean, they've got some good D linemen as well already, um, including Charles Harris and Julian Akawara. I mean – those guys were really good. We saw a lot of them from their young guys last year as well on the D line. So mm-hmm. I think I think they're pretty good if they get Trayvon Walker in there. It's just going to strengthen their D line. And if you take notes from the 49ers, having a deep D line is a really good thing to have. And if they're really yes. good players, you can rotate them, work them in however you want, and gives you more room to work. As you've seen in the playoffs with the um, Rams – where they have yep. one of the best D line in the league, probably the best D line in the league, with Aaron Donald, Von Miller, uh, Leonard Floyd, and then they mix in some guys that can just stop the run. We're flat out just run stoppers, and they won the Super Bowl off of it. So, hey, a good D line is crazy, and yeah. it's gonna work out. That whole front seven really of front seven, the Rams is what gave it to them. There. Front seven versus front five. Is the biggest in like sports, literally. If you can, if if that happens, like it happens, like if you lose there, I'm saying if you lose there, you lose the game. And yeah, most teams know that. That's why they're trying to get their D linemen so good, and that's why everyone's trying to. Okay, we need this guy. We need this guy. We need all these D linemen because like, or even um, need guys like Mike Parsons. Gonna, yeah, how are you gonna get to the quarterback this year with these quarterbacks that are coming out? With Justin Herbert, Joe um, Joe Burrow, Patrick these Mahomes, these guys that can get the like, ball off fast and yes, complete passes, ball off fast can run, can do all this stuff. You need guys to chase those guys down, like and, and that's what that's what it's about now. It's about the front seven. I agree. The guys are getting paid, right. getting drafted top top ten. So hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, that defensive heavy draft this year is going to play a huge factor huge. in it. Into it. And that plays a little bit, I think, if I'm looking ahead here, to quite a few of these top 10 uh, picks as well. Um, mm-hmm. But first, we'll come back to pick number three. That is the Houston Texans. Um, looking at them, obviously, Texans need about everything uh, everybody. Yeah, on that team. I mean, you could really take anybody um, for them. But, I mean, with Lovey Smith being a defensive coach, it might be a little better to go towards that route. And CBS yeah. has them doing just that with Ahmad Sauce Gardner coming in at corner with pick number three. And, I mean, a lot of people have said either him or Stingley is the best corner in the draft. And yeah. so I think That's getting true. Gardner here is a really great grab for Houston. Yeah, I think it is too. It's good to go defense, especially corner, but – um, Amon Garner, he's a good 6'3 corner. I think from Houston, he didn't give up, what, one touchdown this year and had the highest grade. His entire career there, he didn't give up His a touchdown. His entire career, yeah. Huh? So Amon mm-hmm. Garner is a good lockdown corner. Could be the next Jalen Ramsey. 
you don't know. That's why you got to take some chances. And exactly. I think it's a good defensive draft. It's just a good pick. Him or Derek Stingley, A. Go either and one. I, I feel like it's a good see, pick. Uh, this pick and the next one kind of – they could e- easily switch really well uh, as the Jets have the next one. And, I mean – the Jets, I mean, they really needed a lot of stuff. They're kind of looking at wide receivers right now. They've missed out on a lot of guys, and their mm-hmm. kind of defense hasn't been great. Like, they need a little bit of linebackers, a little bit of D-line, um, which is why they go Kayvon Thibodeau right here at number four, which, again, I could see those switch a little bit between the Jets and the Texans. I could see Thibodeau go to the Texans, and they want to mm-hmm. go with their pass rusher there um, to strengthen that D-line. I think maybe the Jets don't go Gardner if Thibodeau is gone. They might go another edge rush, another D lineman or edge rusher, and maybe a linebacker. But mm-hmm. with Gardner being one of the best defensive talents in the draft, I don't know if they can miss on that. So yeah, it'll it'll be quick. Plus, they have another pick coming up here in the top ten. So yeah, there's a lot of questionable stuff. Like you could go, why don't they go this guy over this guy? But like. This guy has size over this guy. This guy's faster. But, like, you don't know. You really don't know. It could be a toss-up. It just goes – who goes with your scheme, I feel like. I feel like Amon yeah. Gardner is a good guy. He could go with anyone's scheme. He could just – he could be there and be locked down, be that guy. So, right. I feel like, he's good I for feel the like that's a lot of thing. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing that gets mm-hmm. lost on a lot of people. Like, sometimes it's not about who's the best at their position. It's – who do you think will be the best for you? Who's going to yeah, fit into you. what you're doing the best? If you're yes. sitting in a 4-3, I know B-Pat talks to me about this all the time with the Vikings, how they might switch that 4-3 defense now that they've got uh, Kevin O'Connell, the former Rams, off- Rams offensive coordinator, uh, as their mm-hmm. head coach. And like, oh, he really likes a 4-3 defense. We might be changing into that a little bit more. Um, and so, like, these guys are going to – this is where these guys would line up now instead, how this would different arrange. And that plays a huge factor on whether or not you want to take certain guys in the draft. So Yeah. With, with the 4-3 defense, you have to run more um, linebackers. But also you could have more – you could have more um, depth with safeties. You could put more nickel packages out there too. But I feel like it's a it'll be a good thing. It's a lot of differences exactly. with a lot of things. And yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things that people don't always consider. Like, oh, this is the best guy. He should, and they need, and they need this position. They should absolutely take this guy because he's better than yeah. this guy. But it's like, well, this guy played maybe in this scheme in college, and this guy played in this scheme. And we really didn't get to see this, this, and this from this guy, but we saw it from this guy, and that fits yeah. what we want to do. So we and mm-hmm. we really like this guy. So, and again, that's why they host the interviews and stuff like that as yeah. well uh, before the draft. So I, I agree with that a hundred percent. I feel like players fitting like fitting into the team scheme is a big deal. It's kind of why Brandon Staley got Kalomak. He's he yeah. coached Kalomak with the Bears. For he was a defense coordinator for the Bears, so he was literally coaching Kalomak, and he had one of the best defenses in the league. He was like, "I need, I need to get my guys. Like, I'm gonna go get one of he the guys." Loves I him some Khalil Mack. He, he does all, love him. Some literally, Khalil Mack. all he talks about, even when Kalomak wasn't on our team, he would talk about Kalomak, and it was like he compared Joey Bosa to Kalomak, and he got the guys. So, like, you might as well fit someone that you coach that you want in your scheme. And like, you know what, how to coach. Yeah. No to like, their tendencies and stuff like that. And some of these players have some connections with these coaches. They be like, they fit them fit perfectly. And 
they just hey, they just connect and it goes together good. Yeah. I'm going to go a little off topic here, though. But mm-hmm. since we're talking about the Chargers, shout out to the Chargers social media team. I think they were nominated for like a big award this year as well uh, for social media wise in the NFL or in sports. Um, I think they ended up winning. I don't remember for sure. Mm-hmm. It's been a little while. But like, honestly, the best NFL team social media by far. Yes, it's it's not by close. Far. Like, I don't see much stuff from the 49ers, but I'll constantly be seeing stuff from the Chargers. Um, the Khalil Mack reminded me that they literally posted a video of how many times Brandon Saley said Khalil Mack over like interviews and stuff and just <laughs> put them all together. Um, and just recently, they the social media team went to a, a tarot card reader just to see how their draft would go and put that video up on the internet. But like they just do the wild stuff. And they're actually funny. They like their job. They act and then like they connect with everybody, all the players. Like it's actually looks fun. I would do that. I want want to do that one day. They look good. That's yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I don't even I'm not a huge I'm not even a Chargers fan and I follow the Chargers on Twitter solely for their social media team because that stuff is so funny <laughs> half the time. Like they it gets I get a kick out of it every time. They're right up there with the uh, fan controlled football social media who their Twitch was nominated for an SB. I remember that one too. So that was pretty cool mm. for fan controlled football. I mean there's a lot of been a lot of football stuff going on <laughs> lately. Now that we got the USFL and fan controlled football, especially with Terrell Owens and Johnny Manziel yeah. teaming up, so there's been that first a lot, a lot of stuff game? going on in the football world. <laughs> see that? But we'll get back. Yeah, yeah I did. I, I did see some of it. Good. Terrell Owens with his touchdown finally. He got one. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll see. Yeah, he got one last week. Yeah. Was it last week or two weeks ago? It might have been two weeks ago. Uh, My brain is so messed no, up think, with schedules anymore. We're at the end of the semester, so everything's just... I think it was- was it last week? I think it was last week because it was the first week. It was the first week. Okay. Because I watched this yeah, yeah, video yeah. on it. <laughs> oh, <Glacier> yeah. Boys. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, Glacier, Glacier Boys. <laughs> yeah. I mean. All right, who, who, uh, we on? who we on? We're on, we're on pick five. Pick five. We're all, we were off topic. There's the unfocused part of the episode. We're back on topic. Five, we're fine. Um, this one was originally <laughs> the New York Giants pick. Um, CBS has a trade coming in from the Seattle Seahawks. It's not saying what they get, um, but it just says that the Seahawks will trade up to pick number five. And this one's kind of been one that everyone's been saying, yeah, this has got to happen. And it's Malik Willis, uh, quarterback out of Liberty, going to the Seahawks, basically to be Russ 2.0. I mean, I like it. I mean, I think he'd be a good fit. I don't know if they... I mean, it's dangerous to try to – I don't know if they wanted to trade up to pick five, but I mean with the Panthers right behind them at six, um, I think it's it's a smart move if that's what they want to do. So I I think Malik Willis would be good for Mm -hmm. the Seahawks. I mean, he'd learn a little bit from Drew Locke and Geno Smith. I mean, not – Geno Smith's kind of a seasoned vet, and Drew Locke has seen his fair share of games. I mean, he's not – neither of them are the greatest quarterbacks, but like – they both have things they can teach a young guy like Malik Willis. So, yeah, I think I think trading up to five might be kind of because I don't see anyone taking a quarterback high except maybe the Panthers, which is yeah. But there's still um, yeah. other quarterbacks in the draft, like um, the guy from Pittsburgh. What's his name? Uh, Kenny Pickett. Uh, 
Kenny Pickett, yeah, and then yeah. So I don't know if you want to just try to go for the Russell Wilson route, Russell Wilson two point route. Like, why are they trying to do that? I don't know why. But that's what like they think will work. I feel like maybe that's what PKL thinks the scheme is is a Russell Wilson type of guy. Maybe so. Yeah, I hey, I think it wor- it would work out if Malik Willis is able to either fall or they trade up for him. I mean. Obviously, people are willing to trade up for the guys they want. I mean, look at the 49ers last year with Trey Lance. So we we went all the way up to Mm. three just to be able to get him because we weren't sure who would take him uh, up there as well. So, I mean, anything can happen with the draft. A lot of people get surprised by the trades and who goes where. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how, especially Malik Willis and the Seahawks. I think those are two things to look at. see how high Malik Wills goes, see how high any of these quarterbacks go in this draft uh, for sure. And to kind of see what happens with the Seahawks is they're almost in kind of a rebuild state per se. I mean, they've got those two great receivers with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. So um, Mm. it'll be, it'll be something to see. They lost their tight end of Gerald Everett though, to your very own chargers Lavelle. So, yeah, <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see how that goes for them, but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. not much but, to say hey. about the Malik Willis pick. I want to say, I just don't. We don't have. I don't have much to say about the Seahawks. I'm not a Seahawks fan, but hey, hope <laughs> they do the best. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, pick number yeah. six here. We got the Panthers. I just mentioned this. Um, these guys have kind of been. Will they get something? Will they not get something? Um, are they going to stick with Sam Darnold and not going to stick with Sam Darnold? So this one, I do like this pick. They go O-line. Ikem Ekawonu from NC State. I probably mispronounced that horribly. Um, but taking an O-line for uh, left tackle, I mean, would be great regardless of who you have under center. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sam, Sam Darnold stays. If they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo or something, maybe Baker Mayfield, um, whatever <laughs> it might be. I mean, having a good O-line is probably is a really great thing for them to kind of keep their quarterback safe and from getting beat up. Um, and maybe Sam Darnold has more than three great games next year. So we'll <laughs> hey, see. I like that. I agree. I feel like O-line is a good choice, especially for the QB carousel you're having right now. So, like, might as well try to get the best O-line to keep the best guy you have. Whoever you safe. have, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, I like it. I agree. I agree. All right. Pick number seven, keeping it O-line. Evan Neal from Alabama goes here to the Giants. But I, I'm i looking at it, and I'm surprised almost that Neal drops below um, Ekwonu here. I mean, mm. I, they're pretty similar guys. Neal's got a little more experience. Uh, he's listed as a junior. Ekwonu is listed as a sophomore. Um, so yeah. it'll be interesting there from that. So, again... I mean, I think the Giants need an old line. Don't get me wrong there whatsoever. I mean, and Evan Neal's it's the true. number one ranked at his position, ranked the second uh, pro- best prospect by CBS. So I I agree with this. I think it's a great get for them. But, I mean, we've seen the Giants kind of switch it up with prospects. We thought they'd get Tristan Wirfs uh, two years ago at – their pick at pick four um, went with a different O lineman instead. Tristan Wirfs ended up falling to the Buccaneers, and we've seen how great he was. The he was there, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Giants because they usually like to do that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, is yeah. is Ike Ikem Ikewonu, Is he a O tackle? 
Or is he a um, guard? He's a he's an old tackle. Oh, so they're both tackles. Yeah, I just don't get how why Carolina. Okay, why this mock draft would have Carolina picking Ikuonu over Neil if Neil's ranked first? That's what I don't get. Why wouldn't yeah. Carolina take the best offensive tackle? Uh, yeah, that's that's what, like, that's what I was wondering uh, too. Just, I mean, maybe it's size. Yeah. I mean, Ikuonu's six four three ten. Neil's six seven three thirty seven. I don't, would I don't want know. A six it's seven weird. guy. I feel like on your right on your tackle side protecting you. I feel like maybe you want the mm-hmm. bigger guy more experience. But well, maybe that's how the mock draft it, is. So <laughs> is Neil a left or a right tackle? I think he's a right tackle, um, isn't he? I think he's I think right, so. and Equinus yeah. is a left. I mean, granted, Long-term you can switch tackle. him most times, but maybe that's what yeah. they, they want to play off their strengths. And they're like, well, we really don't need a right tackle. We need a left tackle. So let's take the best left tackle yeah. um, at the spot. So that could be it as well. Um, I mean, it's it's oh, a little okay. something to kind of consider, I guess, with it as well. Um, gotcha, moving gotcha. on to wonderful pick number eight, the Atlanta Falcons, obviously. Um Everything's been thrown in the wind to them. They need wide receiver. They need defense. I mean, there wasn't much going good for the Falcons this year. I mean, especially this offseason. This offseason has been rough for Atlanta. They lose, um, no. oh my gosh, Russell Gage to the Buccaneers. They oh, lose Calvin Ridley to no. gambling. And, but they, hey, they kept Cordell Patterson. And that's, they kept him. So, I mean, that's the, <laughs> Positive, I guess. Um, ah, that gambling was. They're gonna go. Weird. Looks like based off of, I mean, probably the best guy available with Jermaine Johnson the second off the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's ranked third at his position. I mean, we already saw the first couple of guys there go. Um, so I think they want to try to secure that D line. I mean, they had some really good secondary this year. That I that was one of the good highlights of their team this year um so being able to help them out with an edge rusher maybe to get to the quarterback a little faster um would be huge for the falcons mm-hmm. i like that i like that they have they have lost um a lot of a lot with matt ryan calvin ridley this season so i don't know if they should go offense or defense i feel like defense is probably the right choice in this defensive draft so it'll be good yeah all right, I'm going to pause this real quick, Lavelle. One. All right, now we are moving on to our next pick. Again, we're back with the New York Giants at pick number nine, uh, as this so one this is, is their what? trade with the Seahawks. Um, so this is from pick five. Yeah. So Seahawks traded up from nine to get to five. Um, and this one, the Giants, again, Giants need a lot, a little bit of everything here. Um, so, I mean – they definitely need a corner, which they take here with Derek Stingley Jr., second best corner in the draft. Some would argue for the best. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. both those picks do not make BPAT happy because I know he wants one of those guys to fall to the Vikings, which would be huge for the Vikings. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. That would be massive we'll for the, the Vikings. Vikings oh, they have the 16th. They're, okay. Yeah, they're way down there. But in the charge in the Chargers, we've been wanting Derek. I, Brandon Stanley been looking at Derek Stingley too. That's why I was like, uh, I was hoping yeah. one of them dropped, but 
and they still Charges might. Twitter Again, this is only a mock draft. Oh my god, yeah. yes, they the would. Chargers Twitter would go crazy if we pick a corner. Yeah, I'd go crazy they want if you guys pick them. So bad. They want a receiver so bad, it's crazy. I've never seen Chargers Why? Twitter like this. <laughs> Bro, they are going crazy. Oh. Jamison Williams, others, they just want one of them. Really? That's surprising. Yeah. That's surprising. And it's it's surprising to me, too. And I'm like, dang, I don't know I mean, what I really want. I mean, receivers did great a, last year, I yeah, thought. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't think I want a receiver unless we take Khalil. That's the only receiver I want. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. Of course, Khalil Shakir, that's what I want. Or we take Kyle Hamilton. That's who I want. I, I want a safety. I know a guy. I know a guy. Another safety. Here, you could go. Another safety with Derwin. Okay, take I take a big. Defensive guy here in the first, and then I know there's a great guy you can get in the later rounds because um, people people are overlooking him. This guy from University University, Eric Pacheco. I mean, Ooh, I think he I like could that. go great like uh, with your scheme. So that's just like my that opinion. Too. Totally unbiased too. You know, unbiased. That, I already told no- Eric this. He he. I told Eric, <laughs> "Hey, how you, how you like to live in L.A.?" Uh, hey, Eric. He was like. He was like, I don't know about that. I was like, Eric, come on. LA is kind of nice, man. LA is kind of nice. <laughs> LA is kind of expensive is what it is. Hey. <laughs> hey, when you're signed by the charge. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Oh, my gosh. Hey, his girlfriend's business would do great in LA, I'm sure. I mean, it does great here in the Midwest. Could you imagine how good it would be in L.A.? There's probably a lot more light. There's probably a lot more competition in L.A. though, too. But like, but I mean, L.A.'s L.A. <laughs> hey, Eric Pacheco in the powder blue. Sheesh, I'd not buying that thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. hundred percent. All right. <laughs> Back on topic a little bit. But yeah. Derek Stingley Jr. Great pick for the Giants. I think you, I don't think they can go wrong really right there. I mean, whoever they get there, I think is going to be a huge need. Um, I can't believe they're trying to trade Kadarius Tony. Apparently um, that makes me almost want to think they want to go wide receiver, but I think that would be de- more detrimental than anything else. I feel like, um, I feel like you gotta go somewhere other than QB or wide receiver. I I still believe in Daniel Jones. I'll I'll say it right now. I still have a little bit of belief in Daniel Jones. Slight slight belief. It's not a lot, but it's there. It's there. There's a sliver of hope. I feel the same way about Sam Darnold. Like what we saw in the first three games, like obviously means it's possible. Like you just gotta something's got to go right somewhere somehow to be able to really have the potential. So that's my opinion on those two guys. Anyways, anyways, we'll move on to pick number 10 here. The New York jets with their second pick here um, at pick again, pick number 10. And I mean, the jets, I mean, they could go really anywhere um, with this one. I mean, I feel like, You'd rather have a defensive pick right here, pick 10? Is that what you're saying? Or what are you talking about then? What are you what are you saying here, Lowell? Alright, he's confusing me. He might be losing a little bit. 
having a little service issues. I mean, weather has not been great here in Iowa, so he might not be coming in well. But pick 10 is Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. Surprised, kind of surprised this one's going to be the first wide receiver taken, kind of not. I mean, I feel like a lot of these receivers could work either way. I know the Jets have really wanted a wide receiver. I mean, they've been trying to trade for everybody, um, and they really need a guy that goes with Elijah Moore and Corey Davis and so that they can be able to really kind of stand out on the offensive prospects uh, kind of there in New York. Because I think New York can be, kind of, I shouldn't say contender, like, but like in the division contender, like up there with the Bills and the Patriots, they can work to be there. I think uh, that division has started to even itself out more than it has been in the past. The Dolphins are on the up and up. The Bills are on the up and up. The Patriots have come down a little bit more. And the Jets, I feel like, are just right behind. Uh, They're kind of the, I don't want to say clear last place right now, but like most likely to be last place. So it's just interesting to see uh, how that might work. All right, moving on here to pick 11. Well, this one's not going to make you happy. I already know. This is Kyle Hamilton. Uh, the safety for Washington football team. Oh, the Washington Commanders, excuse me. They do have a new name. My my mistake here. Yes. Um, but obviously <laughs> I'm I'm surprised by this one. Um, only because of how much kind of they pay their defense. Um, they really didn't uh, get rid of anyone this offseason. And that's like one of the most expensive defenses in the league. Mm. But I mean, obviously Kyle Hamilton's kind of like the best available right here um I'm, I'm just surprised they go defense and don't go offense and pair somebody with uh terry mclaurin and not dj moore curtis samuel and don't try to get a pair a third guy in there as well um so that's kind of surprising to me uh personally mm-hmm. but how do you feel about that level i feel like uh it could be a good pick because they did just get rid of landon collins they're Oh, that's one true. They did get rid of Glenn so it's a good, Yeah, it's a, it's a good yep. pick for that. I feel like for offense, they do they have a good running back, good receiver. Quarterback might be a little bit of a need. That yeah yeah no they got I Carson like Wentz. Probably, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, I feel like quarterback is a little bit of a need. Carson Wentz <laughs> just continues is, the statement of it's a need. I think O line O line would have been good a good pick here too. But yeah. I feel like they have their needs probably as a linebacker safety. It says right here, linebacker safety. Mm-hmm. Probably so I feel like this is a good pick for them. He is the first number one position safety. Yeah. So Kyle Hamilton probably can be getting compared to the next Ed Reed, I feel like. So hey, might as well take a chance. Why not get try to get that guy that could be the best in the league, man? That's true. I mean, again, it kind of comes down to the best available, and we really, yeah. really need that. Um, so, yeah, it's just interesting to me that they don't go O line. I thought that air offense. Yeah. I thought offense might be a really high stable again, specifically O line. So, interesting yeah, for O line. O line be pretty good. Look, it should be a need looking at how, like, who wins the Super Bowl. You see who wins the Super Bowl, how much right. they get sacked and stuff like that. Like, yeah. It should be a little bit of a, but eh, some teams. All right. 
We got to try to scoot through these a little bit fast. We're already 35 yeah, 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 minutes yeah, in. Um, the Saints get a mock trade from the Vikings. So the Vikings were originally at 12. They go down to 16 instead, switching with the Saints. The Saints select an old lineman, Charles Cross, out of Mississippi State. I think that's a really great – I think that's great for them. They just lost Teron Armstead. Yeah. Um, they need another old line to fill back in for him. So And their QB situation is a little iffy. I think I think it works. I think it works there. So I I like I that agree. one. Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, I feel like O line is a need, and I'm probably on everyone's team right now except a couple teams. So hey, it's nothing wrong with going O line in the first round. Yeah, I agree. Um, pick thirteen. Houston Texans select Drake London, the wide receiver out of USC. Um, I mean, they just got their edge rusher earlier on, and so they're going offensive guy, and it's a guy to pair with Brandon Cooks there for um, Davis Mills, who, again, underrated guy last year, I thought for sure, at the quarterback position. Looked really good in the back half mm-hmm. of the season. And, I mean, Lovey Smith drafted the re- drafted Mike Evans with the Bucks in 2014, looking for – Maybe to find another potential Mike Evans 2.0 here with Drake London. And Drake London's looked like one of the better receiver prospects uh, this year as well. So I I like this one too. I mean, get a nice big tall receiver that can do a lot of everything. So I think that's great for the Texans offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good pick. Pair up with Brandon Cooks, a little small, speedy guy, so you get a good six four jump jump ball receiver guy. So mm-hmm. uh, he's pretty fast too. Drake London is a pretty yeah. fast guy. So yes, eh, I like so, it. I think it's huge. I think that would look. I think that'd be great for the Texans to get mm-hmm. one of these really good wide receivers down here somewhere lower after getting their defensive guy. Yeah, I I think the first round could be really really important for the Texans and a lot of these teams with double picks. So I think it can, yeah. it can make or break a team here with those that have two picks in the first round and they don't just, then they decide to use them both and not trade them. Um, I think, yeah. I think it'd be huge. So that's my standing okay. on that. So pick 14, the Baltimore Ravens, they select Jordan Davis out of Georgia D lineman. Um, I think that will be good. Pair him up with Calais Campbell there in Baltimore. I think that could be great. He's the second best at his position. We saw how good he was at Georgia, especially in the national championship game. I mean, always, always, always great for Baltimore. And I feel like Baltimore always plays those uh, dual threat quarterbacks more than anybody else. So having a really mm-hmm. good pass rusher on the interior is is huge. Yeah, he's... I agree. He's probably the next Aaron Donald. Boy looks like a beast. So I mean, six he, six, three hundred forty one pounds is yeah, pretty big. <laughs> and he's super fast. Runs like a four eight forty, maybe mm-hmm. four nine. One of the two. Unreal. And, hey, time. he's good. Hoping hoping he was dropping to the Chargers. Either him or I like the, who they got for the Chargers though. But hey, you're already looking I, I like ahead. This pick for the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 like I like it. I like it. I like it. But hey, this is cool. I like that pick. All right, pick pick fifteen here. The Philadelphia Eagles select Trent McDuffie, the cornerback out of Washington, and I mean their secondary could use some more. Darius Slay is kind of being their only guy so much there. Yeah. Um. So getting another corner to back that up. I mean, 
They even say here in the little description, Eagles have been burned by early round Washington corners before, but McDuffie's toughness is worth the bet. So, I mean, sometimes that's, as I think that puts that really well that like, oh, they've been burned by these kind of things before, but you, you got to take the risk. A lot of these first yeah. round guys, the first like, round I feel like is where you take more of your risks and mm-hmm. the late rounds are where you're like, all right, this is what we need. We know these guys are solid. We'll do whatever we need to, to get these guys. So. Yeah. Okay. I I think I agree with this. They have had a lot of problems on defense more than they, they oh, need. Look at the Buccaneers <laughs> game from the playoffs. And that's, that's your prime example. <laughs> Literally, they have they have good they got offense. What they've like established their offense last draft last year in their draft. So this year would be a good way to establish your defense and get some guys you need on defense. So, yeah, I agree. I like it. Okay, um, here's the Vikings next one at 16 again from that trade. They take a quarterback. Uh, obviously, we all saw that one coming. Um, they get their <laughs> the number four corner. He's ranked third technically, but they also say he's the number four guy. Um, so obviously the top four are already off by he, he'll be the fourth one gone. It's Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson, a really good guy. Mm-hmm. And, and the Vikings need a cornerback. I don't think anyone sees them taking anything else but a corner in this draft in the first round at all. So, I mean, that, <laughs> that one's pretty straightforward, I feel like. <laughs> I think I think it goes that way still. Only other thing they probably need is offensive linemen maybe. So, yeah, they probably go in corner. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's your Chargers, Lavelle. Go for it. Hey, Chargers. I like this. Devin Lloyd. They have the Chargers taking Devin Lloyd, linebacker. And we do need linebackers. We literally do. I don't know why we still have. Um, <sighs> I like how it says, is it necessarily an urgent need? But as soon as this is not you see linebacker, need, you're just like, oh, definitely yeah, absolutely. an urgent need, I feel like. Because I feel like our safeties, our corners, we established – Everything except linebacker in the free agency, I feel like, and I feel like this is a good, a good um, pick. I feel like having um, Devin Lloyd. I haven't really seen him. I'm probably gonna look up some highlights after this because you know I like looking up highlights. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course I so know. I'll that. probably look up some highlights. He'll probably go well with Kalum Mack and J.C. Jackson. So hey, I like the pick. I agree with the pick. And a lot of guys, uh, the other website we were looking at for our, what are the biggest needs? All offense for the Chargers, it says. It says offensive tackle, offensive guard, and running back are the top three needs, um, which uh, could yeah. be argued for. I could agree, maybe an old line guy, but I mean, when you want to bolster that defense that you have, and that run defense was not fantastic <laughs> last year for at the Chargers. All. So I think they want to bolster that in the first round, and they can. They can afford to wait on O line uh, for later what, in the see, draft. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking going more defense, and most people want to go get that third receiver. But I feel like we have Guyton. Guyton's a good. We have my mm-hmm. um, Joshua Palmer. Like we have guys. I don't know. I why. thought Guyton we're and Palmer were great last year. Uh, great. Personally, they were great. I thought they were, they were fantastic. Great. And then we just signed Michael Williams back, and we got Keenan. So why do we need another receiver? I don't think I don't get that. I don't think why we need that. Mm-hmm. I feel like linebackers a need. Maybe a backup running back too. It's a, probably a need, so maybe do that. I I did like Justin Jackson, but they didn't they didn't like him. I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, I think your running backs have been a lot more. Are they on or are they off today? And if they're off, yeah. they're off. But uh, Eckler 
Eckler Besides was Eckler, on. obviously, yeah. Eckler was always on. I feel like it was a backup. It's like, are they on or are they off? But mm-hmm. I feel like this will establish literally our front seven. And once we get that, we'll be good. I feel like we right. have good two safeties, good corners. We're good. Establish yeah. ourselves front seven. Pick ten. I agree. All right, we'll zoom through these next ones kind of quick so we can start to wrap up after since you've gotten your team in and I don't have a first-round pick, so we'll just kind of skim through. <laughs> um, at pick 18, this is kind of just going to be a do you like it or do you not real quick. So yeah. at 18, the Kansas City Chiefs like Jameson Williams. I like it. There's there's no way around that one. That's a, that's huge yeah, for Kansas City. I like it. After they just got rid of Hill, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just, oh, we'll flip them. Perfect. Good to go. He's he's a little <laughs> bit taller, and he, and we're good, and he's great. Yeah. And I mean, I the Chiefs I think are like, all right, he's injured, perfect. We'll take him. We've got plenty of guys to fill in until he's back. So it, it's a great spot for him to go. Yeah. Um, pick number nineteen, yeah, nice, another wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints, Chris yeah, Olave like from Ohio State, teams up with Michael Thomas, also from Ohio State, and Olave. looks. I mean, I think uh, Saints really do need that wide receiver spot. I mean, they kind of suffered there last year without Michael Thomas. Um, so getting another guy there to go and have a nice skill set and kind of saw how good he was at Ohio State this year, I think that's huge for the Saints. Uh, moving on to pick 20, the Steelers take Devontae Wyatt, D lineman out of Georgia. Um Surprising almost that the Steelers, they don't have the Steelers taking a quarterback here. And but obviously defense isn't surprising. We know how much the Steelers like their defense. So I mean, isn't wrong there. I mean, I, I could I'm surprised they don't go O line either. Um, but we'll we'll kind of see what happens there. I mean, it's it's weird. It's it's a weird one. I'm not I'm not sure. I, it surprises me. I that's the best way I can put it. Really, that it's a, kind of a surprise to me. Kind of not. Um, so we'll see. See what kind of happens there. Continuing on, twenty one. We got the Cardinals. Obviously, they lost Chandler Jones, D lineman. JJ Watt uh, was getting a little, getting a little injured lately. I mean, he's he's aging out quite a little bit. I shouldn't say quite a little bit. He's getting up there in age. We'll just say that for NFL players. So they take another edge rusher, George Karloftis, out of Purdue. Um, nice pick there. I mean, their defense needs structure. I'm surprised they don't go wide receiver here. That that I mean, that's weird that they don't go wide receiver. I don't think maybe. Maybe don't think they want to. They want to wait on guys. Maybe that they're not so high on, or they don't think we'll go this early. And want to get the best available guy for a need they have. Um, so edge rusher might. It, it would probably work out for them. I'm not gonna lie. I, it, it would probably work out. I hate to see it. Um, in the NFC West, obviously, but I think it would work for them. Um, Cardinals getting this pick from a mock trade from the Patriots, uh, who go down to pick 23. So they just switch. They Cardinals go up two spots. Patriots go down two spots, um, which leads us to pick 22 right between these two, this trade. Uh, the Green Bay Packers select Trevor Penning, the O-lineman out of Northern Iowa. Uh, great idea, I think, here for Green Bay's O-line. I mean, I think they got to fix that a lot. I mean, we saw a lot of it uh, during the 49ers-Packers playoff game that they were able to get to the quarterback a decent amount of times, but... I mean, being able to keep Aaron Rodgers safe is the biggest priority right now, especially when you're paying him so much money. Um, 
and they also have two first round picks. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people want to see the wide receiver come out for this pick. I'm, I'm sh- I know all the fans do. That's not even a question. Um, but I think Trevor Petting will be great there. O lineman will work. Um, and obviously, it's an Iowa guy. So, I got to support that for sure. You and I uh, here in Cedar Falls in Iowa. So, got to love that. Um, at 23, again, we talked about the Patriots. New England goes linebacker here when the Kobe Dean out of Georgia. I mean, I think having a good defense to go with, uh, oh my gosh, I can't even, I should know names, but lately I've just been out of everything. Uh, The Patriots linebacker, Matthew Judon, that's who I'm thinking of. Um, Always wears his red sleeve. That's the the way I remember it. Um, But having a pair with him, I mean, he was great last year, having another great guy in the first round to go with him. I think that's a huge upgrade for them. I think it'll work great. Um, Their defense has been really good lately. So I think think it'll work great for them, even holding off on um, some other positions as well. Going to pick 24, I'm kind of like it, kind of don't like it solely just because of who it is. The Cowboys draft Tyler Linderbaum, O-lineman out of Iowa, plays center. I mean, a lot of complaints from the O-line of the Cowboys, uh, from Cowboys fans. And so I think Linderbaum having an immediate impact on that would be great. I'd rather see him on a different team just because the Cowboys – um, but I'll try not to be biased in that, but I, th- I think it'll be great for the Cowboys to get a guy like Linderbaum again. Um, one of the best guys in the draft at O-line falling all the way to 24 um, is, is great for the Cowboys. Um, another mock trade here, Bill's trade with the Lions. So the Lions jump, Lions jump up to pick 25. The Lions drop all the way to third. I mean, the, Bills dropped to 32, and the Lions take Matt Corral out of Ole Miss. Um, and so he gets the D-line first really early, and now it goes to get the old quarterback of Ole Miss. Great spot here for him. I think with Jared Goff, could teach him a lot. I mean, maybe they hold off on him for a year or two like the 49ers did with Trey Lance and what the Chiefs did with Mahomes kind of thing um, and just let him train. But I, th- I think having a quarterback for the long run is a good idea, especially if he's be able to be better than Jared Goff. So we'll see we'll see what happens there. I think that one could be thrown around anywhere, um, even if they don't trade up and could really take whatever they want um, with that one. So interesting to see where the what the Lions will do uh, with their second pick in the draft first round. Pick 26, we've got the Tennessee Titans, Kenyon Green, O-lineman out of Texas A&M. And I think having an O-line is a great idea for Tennessee. I mean, Derrick Henry's coming off that foot injury. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was getting beat up quite a bit last year. So having a good O-line is probably the best best thing you can do um, for the Titans right now. I mean, their defense is, is fairly good. Um, I mean, obviously they suffered against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. But I think securing that run game, especially with a running back like Derrick Henry, um, is going to be a great first step for them. So I, I'm not totally worried about them right there. Uh, yeah. Next pick, 27, another mock trade. Tampa Bay trades with the Eagles. The Eagles move up to 27. Bucks move down to 29. They take a wide receiver mm-hmm. in Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. So that's interesting to me. I feel like that'll be 
Um, something that they can use a lot. And I like how they immediately put in here, giving Nick Sirianni's run-heavy attack a potential Debo Samuel. After one year, everybody's just looking for their next Debo. And I mean, we weren't even looking for a Debo when we were looking for Debo. We just wanted a good wide receiver. Um, So I think it'll be interesting to see that everyone's going to maybe try to use players like Debo got used last year. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens obviously with Debo and with players they think want to, they want to turn into Debo. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of that was Mike McDaniel's offensive mind with Kyle Shanahan. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens there, but wide receiver yeah. kind of surprises me. It kind of surprised me too, but they look, I feel like a lot of people are now looking for more versatile people to like play more multiple positions like Debo, but Debo doesn't even want to play right. multiple positions. Like, so why yeah. you, supposedly, you, supposedly. So, yeah. So how are you going to just have players trying to just play multiple positions when they still got to learn wide receiver in the NFL? So like, yeah. you, sh- you got to, especially off a rookie year. More. Yeah. Especially rookie year. Yep. Pick 28. The Packers finally get their wide receiver with Jahan Dotson out of Penn state. And obviously, the Packers just want a really good receiver. He's the seventh-ranked guy uh, at wide receivers, so being able to get him at pick 28, good for the Packers. They're, I feel like if they're waiting this long to get a wide receiver, they're just going to take the best available guy at that point. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that whatsoever. All right, I'll speed through these last couple. Buccaneers, again, they had that trade. They're down at 29. They take another O-lineman, obviously, trying to keep the front line secure for Tom Brady to be able to uh, go after another Super Bowl and possibly his last year. Um, They take Zion Johnson out of Boston College. So I I think it's a good pick for them. I mean, I don't think – it's hard to say what Tampa Bay needs to bolster when they have good players at almost every position. Like the only – and I don't know if a rookie is going to be an upgrade anywhere for a lot of these guys, but I think O-line is a good place to start for sure. Pick 30, Kansas City Chiefs once again. They take a safety now with Daxton Hill. Obviously, to get re- they got to replace Tyron Matthew. And so they got Jamison Williams before. Now they're going to address that safety position. He's a second-rated safety at his position out of Michigan. I Good pick. I mean, they're basically drafting to replace the guys they just lo- lost with their two first-round picks. I mean, you can't go wrong with that idea at all. So... Moving on to pick 31. This one was a mock trade from the Bengals uh, as the Falcons get another pick here. And just like that, they take another quarterback with Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh um, to fill in behind Marcus Mariota. Again, we saw Matt Ryan leave as well earlier this season for the Colts. So Marcus Mariota and Pickett to be the duo there after this um, pick, pick 31 for the Falcons here. Not I like it because obviously they got to find somebody who's going to fill in maybe because Marcus Mariota hasn't really um, been a starting guy in a couple of years. So they're thinking, well, maybe he's not the long-term answer. So they're going to try to get somebody to support him there as well. And finally, with pick 32, uh, again, this was from a trade with the Lions. The Bills take a linebacker in Quay Walker from Georgia. 
um, which defense is pretty nice for Buffalo. I feel like they can always improve that a little bit. Uh, CBS has them taking a says maybe a corner running back would be just as smart, but uh, be, having a linebacker that's pretty good there in the defense, uh, be able to lead the team is a good idea, regardless of who you are. So, I I plus with Zach Moss and. Oh my gosh, I'm going to blank. The other running back coming back. Um, I don't think they really need one per se. Devin Singletary, there it is, um, coming back. I think they should be okay uh, at the running back position. But yeah, that's basically our draft. Our draft. We went a little longer than expected for this one. We knew we would. Uh, we apologize for some internet problems that caused Lavelle to get knocked out here once or twice. Um, but hopefully we will be back at some point, either this week or next with another new episode. It just kind of cu- depends on schedules at this point. Uh, and it'll probably be our final ep- Whatever our next episode is, will probably be the final episode of the semester. Um, so stay out on the lookout for that. And basically we'll see you next time.